Welcome to Too Many Jennifers, the podcast from Jennifers about Jennifers. I'm so sorry. We're recording this after our conversation and I am spiritually and emotionally floored. I am Jen Tisdale. And I'm Jenny Cavallero. Um, that was flawless, frankly. Yeah, I you. loved it. No um, notes, no notes and, on that intro. And welcome to Spooky Jennifer Month. We're so thrilled to yep. be here um uh thrilled to be in october what well who was it was it the anna green gables writer who said i'm like happy to live in a world where there are octobers or something like that really um, sounds L- great lynn Maud montgomery bad librarian right now but uh i love october i love halloween i love that there's my window is open right now yep, what's sure happening is. i don't even have a sweaty forehead no, i'm not you sweating don't. Mm-mm. And I put up my Halloween decorations like last week. It's pretty intense in this room. And by it's put them great. up, I mean, I added to the ones that were already here. All the many scary decorations that already I existed. Mean, speaking of which, last night I went to uh, my favorite horror convention. It's called Monster Mania. And I did get a picture with and I did get to meet Robert England, the man who oh my God, plays that Freddy Krueger. That and picture. I wanna, it is. <laughs> And I and we'll maybe we'll put maybe we'll put it up on the ground. We have I do, to. And I do want to say I was the I was the last person they had like they, they broke up these meet and greets and segments and I made sure I was the last person there because that's when you get to be like real loosey goosey with somebody right and like you you had your mask on up until you were going to take your photo so I take my mask off and I skipped up to Robert England just so excited ready to not be a nerd at all ready to not say anything <laughs> embarrassing and he grabs my shoulders and he and and this is the pose he. Goes, goes, we're going to do a sexy prom and then you're going to die. <laughs> and, I, and I said, I'm pretty sure that's how all proms end. what's going on. And then he positioned me in front of him, put his uh, like he had the Freddy glove on and he put it around me in front of and he just like was right up against me. And I was like, oh, my God, did we just get married? I think you legally are bound to him yeah. now. I mean, he's had the same wife since like 1988. But I'd like to think that Robert England chooses to do the sexy prom photos for the cute girls. Obviously, fine. That, that's and- problematic in its own specific way. But I don't give a fuck because but you mm. also looked great. I saw the picture on your really? Instagram I don't and know. you look I great like I looked I looked I decided to look terrified instead of excited no that so. was the vibe for sure I thought it was a great it was just photo. so crazy I was ready to do any kind of pose and he was like we're gonna do sexy prom sexy then you're gonna prom. die and I was like sure what yeah. a line you're like I'm here I'm there I'll- how dare yeah. he make me change my underwear mid photo shoot? <laughs> so that's good, that. Good thing you always carry it with you, though, for your photo you know shoots. I do. You know I do. This gal. Oh I'm like, my Hold God. On. Let me take my mask off, but put these underwear on. Unrelated to that, um, we should do a photo shoot. I think that would be fun. Like yeah, a spooky photo we should. shoot. 
Yeah. We should absolutely. I mean, I did my birthday. I did. A, I did. A, uh, I, yeah. one of the photographers from my old job, I asked her to come out and do a photo shoot for my 41st birthday in February. I'm doing, I'm pointing, there's nobody behind me. And also it's just an audio medium. Um, <laughs> and we did it at a cemetery near me and she, she and did. I did it and I set up a lemonade stand. I said, we're just going to like, it's just like a fake, like I'm selling lemonade in a cemetery. So there was like, uh, that's what I was doing. Like I had like a goblet filled with lemonade and I had a sign that was like lemonade 50 cents. And it was just in the middle of a cemetery, but in one, on one of the, um, uh, headstones behind me. We uh, did little Photoshop and I asked her to just put age 40 because I was turning <laughs> 41. Hey. It, was, it was super cute. So I'm ready. I'll do it. You and I should definitely get spooky and weird. Um, can I show you? Okay. So we recorded together in person last time and I had for the best episode ever. Honestly, the best one ever, Truly. except for possibly this one coming up. This and one I, is also very good. And I told you that I had gotten you a present and you yelled okay. at me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, I don't know if it's obvious, but I don't handle kindness no. very well, um, so. but it, it had come late. So it finally came. Would you like to see it now? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So there's two things actually. Ooh. Um, one's in here. Do you want me to open it? It looks like a CD. It's like, it looks like a compact. <gasps> Did disc. you get me does seven more hours of AOL free. Oh my God. I did. How did you know? Not a big no, deal. They just, just, just I will say they the packaged team. it very well. So it's a sticker <gasps> and it says justice for Jennifer's body. So these are from super yucky.com. Great, great site for like film nerd stuff. Yeah. So and I, I do feel this way in my heart. Justice for Jennifer's body. Just um, Megan Fox. Oh, God. She is Megan Fox is really putting in some incredible work on Instagram. Truly. If you're not following um, her, God, get oh on God. that. Get um, on that. And then I, I bought you something else. But first, I bought this for myself. So oh, you can okay. see it. It's a Kermit pin. Because <laughs> oh, I-, <laughs> I love Kermit. <laughs> Listen, as we learned in our two episodes ago, you're a big Jim Henson head. You're I love big- it. Okay, and you're then a big Henson hat. It's wrapped up, but this is also for you. It's oh. a T-shirt, and it says, "Oh my God, it says, says Jennifer Connelly," and it's the Rocketeer <gasps> font. <laughs> they sent me a little Rocketeer postcard too. <gasps> they were like, "This lady yeah. loves this movie," and I'm like, "Yeah, it is a great movie. I love the Rocketeer." You do <laughs> so, yeah. So I'll give it to you next time I see you. But oh, I wanted to oh show my it to you. I love this. So it's October and I have told Jenny, I insisted that we have a almost 100% spooky October. Demand, she demanded, actually. Did. I was yeah. like, I'm going to leave this podcast if mm-hmm. it's not spooky. And, and she <laughs> relented because I am scary. And so our first guest for the month of October is a psychic slash medium slash clairvoyant and is also with Jennifer. And I would love to welcome, so excited to the podcast. She's going to give us a, an elevator pitch about who she is. Jennifer McKenzie. Welcome. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Thanks for uh, having me on and, and seeking me out. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I um, love finding people on the internet, like a real creep. <laughs> it's literally her favorite thing is to type in like a topic and then the name Jennifer and be <laughs> like, 
this lady. <laughs> did, did you also get my voicemail? Because I also called her. I was like, let me give her a little ring. I love cold calling people. who yeah, are I did. I did. I hadn't had a chance. I had a cat emergency that day. So <gasps> oh, no. yeah, he's okay. He's good. Oh, good. That <laughs> but, was, yeah, that was going to so, be a rough start. It was, it was about to get way spookier yeah. than I wanted it to get. No. Ooh, yeah. 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 He's good. He's still here. <laughs> good. He's not, he's not connecting from spirit. So, um, as Jen said, Jennifer, are you Jen or Jennifer? Uh, she, well, I, I'm, I'm usually go by Jen or Jennifer and Jenny is Jenny. And I have a, I have a, I have an aggressive reaction to Jenny. So she does. So do I. I do too. Oh, Oh, good. We're we're definitely going to get into that. This is going to go really well for me. I can tell. It's okay. (laughs) You know what? I'm good with being the only Jenny in the room. That makes me feel more special. So finally, (laughs) there we go. It's easier to identify you too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a clairvoyant medium. I'm also a channel certified channel for energy healing. And that's kind of sort of how everything started to really move for me and shift for me. I also am a metaphysical teacher, uh, and I teach the metaphysical arts, which is healing, energy, healing, meditation, and intuitive abilities, teaching people how to access their own intuitive abilities, because we are all intuitive. And I've been in service for doing guidance sessions, so channel guidance sessions and healing for about 17 years full time or fully active. And um, as like as a profession, and I've I've reached across the globe, I think now over 12 countries and all the provinces in Canada and multiple states in the United States as well, still in service. And I'm just really grateful to be doing what I do. And um, it's, it's, it's guidance sessions. So I do one-on-one sessions with people. Uh, I was doing group work, but that's on hold right now. And I used to do a lot of platform mediumship, which is with large groups and giving messages, mediumship messages and psychic messages to picking people out of the audience and doing large groups. I love doing that. That takes me right out of my comfort zone, but I love doing it. (laughs) And uh, currently just doing the private one-on-one right now and teaching. And I have to give a huge shout out to all the mentors, honestly, that guided me along the way. And um, because I wouldn't be where I am without them. So that's amazing. Thank you. I, I have to say, I've always been a skeptic um, when it comes to this sorts of stuff. Um, And not because I didn't find it interesting, just because I think I was mad that I wasn't in tune to it. (laughs) Well, I think that's, I think that's everybody. You're kind of like, why, why, like, uh, why Why not me? Where's my encounter with the supernatural? And we want to talk about you first, but I have to, we're going to have to get into some weird things have been happening to me. (laughs) Very weird things. Yeah. Jenny Uh, might might have a ghost in her apartment. Now we know you have a ghost story, so I don't know if you want to start with your specific ghost story because the way that I found you mm-hmm. Jennifer is again I always do a quick google of the name Jennifer and whatever thing I am like interested in at that time and I and I stumbled across you sharing your story via like it was like a YouTube video or it was like maybe on Facebook and I was like oh I stopped I was like okay I don't want to hear anymore I'm gonna try to find her and see if she'll want to share this ghost story oh, okay so you haven't heard the whole story then I did I didn't <gasps> want to hear I didn't oh, want yeah. to hear it because I wanted oh, I wanted okay. I wanted Jenny and I to both react in real time to yeah. your story so Jenny <laughs> what do you think should we hear the story yeah first? I'm desperate okay. to hear this story I am I, I am too I love I love stories like this because like I want to believe you know yeah. and I'm like 
why not? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm very interested. I have no idea what you're about to say. So I say, yep. yeah, let's start there. Let's get into it. Let's hear your specific ghost story. Okay. I have lots, but this is one. <laughs> so this one, this one um, was a story I chose because it was the first uh, encounter that I had around the age. I was around five, six years old when this happened. And this was the start of me um, having many, many experiences, but not taking a long time to really understand what was really going on. So um, we lived in a house and I was telling Jenny just before you, you arrived on that um, we lived down the street at, in this house that I had this experience down the street from the 1812 battlegrounds. So there was a lot of history and a lot of activity in this area. And um, what would happen is I, so the house was three levels. There was an upstairs, a main floor, and then a, and then a downstairs basement. And my bedroom was on the top floor at the very end of the hall to the right. And I'm telling you this for a reason. <laughs> so uh, in the middle of the night, and this would happen to me periodically, it didn't happen just once. It happened many times. I would be, I don't know how this would happen, but I would wake up and I would be halfway down my basement stairs, but not know how I got there. And I would be standing halfway down my basement stairs and I would be positioned staring over in the corner at a water heater that um, I, I can still see it so clearly. I don't like head. it. I'm already, I don't like it. <laughs> and there was a, anytime a child is staring into a corner, it's bad news. <laughs> also, Actually, also anytime it? a pet, when a child or, or a pet is staring off into the yeah. middle distance, I'm just like, there's a ghost there. Something no, is happening yeah, that I can't no see. Reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, pets do see spirit a lot. Listen, we're uh, going to get into it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there was a little girl, there was the ghost of a little girl who was about my age and she had a, a nightgown on with that frilly that frilly part here and it was kind of a heavier looking nightgown it had the frill at the bottom and um she had a bunny rabbit actually beside her and she wanted me to play with her and and I I didn't quite understand like I was too young to really fathom or really uh, like it comprehend what was going on I knew something wasn't right but I didn't really get it but I was a, I was afraid of this I was scared and um I so I didn't really know what to do so I, I, I would run upstairs and go back into my bed and um wake up be woken up in the middle of the night sometimes um by something that I didn't know what it was but I would be like shook and awoke and I had um, a little, little, I don't know, it's like a music box. And my dad bought it for me from uh, somewhere in the islands. He went away and uh, brought me this back because my mom and my father were separated at this time. So it had this little man inside and you would wind it up. And he had these little, he was like, he was a little paper man that would dance around when you wound it up and it sang a song. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, it would start playing. I had it beside my bed and it would start playing all by itself in the middle of the night. So it scared the heck out of me. So I used to put it downstairs in the living room when I would go to sleep <laughs> at night because I, I was afraid that, it, you know, it was going to go off. <laughs> and she used to visit me. This little, this little spirit used to visit me at night, come up to my room. Um, and 
it would be playing in the living room in the middle of the night downstairs. It would wake me up in the middle of the night. I would hear it playing. I don't like so this. this one, yeah, this <laughs> went bad. on for a long time. And there were other experiences that also happened in that house to myself. And some of my siblings actually had experiences as well that scared them. And they didn't believe either. But that was my first experience with, uh, with the spirit. So I never really got to the bottom of it. What I felt later on as I was able to tap into that energy was that she was sick. Mm. She had been sick and she passed um, through illness. And uh, that's all I, that's all I really was able to connect with the experience, but yeah, it happened many, many wow. times. She was lonely. Yeah. 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 She wanted to play. I had a Holly hobby stove. Do you ladies know what Holly yes. hobby is? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, I, am, I am, I am an ancient crone as i said many times <laughs> okay. i am i am very very old you remember those the old-fashioned stove yeah. you could cook in mm-hmm. them i had one of those and i had a toy area in the basement and i remember being terrified to go down there after that because i knew she was down there and mm-hmm. i wanted i loved that holly hobby um setting so much and i knew she wanted to play with me but i was i didn't want to go down there you're like it's not worth it to make these cakes it's just not worth it it's not now you mentioned that you have siblings who experienced some things did your dad ever experience anything that he told you about because we've talked about before on this podcast how that often it it happens to children because they're more they're more open um whereas adults are more maybe skeptical or closed off to that sort of energy so he didn't experience anything like that no, my father wasn't in that house. Oh, he okay. No, he, and I had experiences when I moved in with my dad as well in the house that he built. So, mm. um, and I didn't tell him for years, but he, yeah, kids usually, because we're in a theta brainwave stage till the age of about seven or eight, it's a very imaginative, very, we're wide open and yeah. it's easier for us to see spirit at that age. And then we start to uh, change, you know, our, 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 um, neurological wiring starts to change. So, but it did for me, it didn't change. I saw them through my whole life. And mm-hmm. that's the, at some point I realized, okay, it's me. It's not the house. Yeah. There's something with me here. Yeah. And you didn't know the specifics about this house. So like you're saying like this, this child was probably sick and you had no way of learning or did you learn anything about never, the specific I, history of the house? No, I never looked into it. Yeah. No, never. No. Well, something that like I find, <laughs> I'm going to use the word research and I'm going to actually mean Google. So <laughs> forgive hey, me. As a librarian, Google is Jenny, a great starting thank you, point. Jen, thank you, Jenny, for co-signing <laughs> on that. But like, do you find that there's any truth to this idea? And I, I feel kind of like a creep bringing up, but the idea that like that, that spirits are often attracted to children that are going through, I'm so sorry, puberty. There seems to be some sort of power. I don't know. This is just something I've read many times when reading these weird stories. I, again, I feel gross. Something be, be, be like the power behind that particular, I'm going to say change in life. Yeah, it's because it's energy. Oh God! Well, everything I, is energy. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to keep that energy going every twenty-eight you're, days. You heard it here first. I'm regular. Basically, I don't like the brag. you're either going to see a ghost or you're going to become Spider-Man. That's how puberty <laughs> works. Like, oh wow! But their energy is is so crazy kinetically, crazy kinetic and chaotic when they're in mm-hmm. puberty, right? It's um, yeah, it's it's a it's a different force. <laughs> Yeah, because so, everything is energy. That's how this works. Yeah, everything is energy. 
So how does that for you? So as a, I'm, I'd like to focus if it's okay on the medium part, I've actually had Mm -hmm. a conversation in my life with a medium before, uh, one time, um, and you know, they brought someone through and I was very, um, emotional and I'm, I'm definitely the kind of person that wants to believe, you know, like what kind of like, isn't it just like a better world to, to like, uh, to exist in a world where these things are possible. I just think it's like a better world. Like, why would you want to like shut, close yourself off or shut yourself down from like these possibilities? It just seems like more magical for lack of a better word. So for you, like, how does it, how did, how does it feel for you? Like what happens to you when you're communicating with, for like, I guess the dead, is that, I, I don't even know um, the terminology. I, it's like they're, they're transitioning. That's how, because we don't really die. And this is something I had to really wrap my head around to both Jenny's uh, because I was scared of this for so long. And I had a massive dark night of the soul in 1999 that shifted my whole life. And this was not going away and it came amplified at me and I had to learn how to understand it. So I went into this really kicking and screaming going, "Ah," you know, but I had to get over the fear of this. And, and I was really skeptical too. I'm like, I mean, do you ever feel foolish? I hate to say it. Are you ever just mm -hmm. like, Oh, I feel like, I feel really uh, like weird right now. Information that comes through is like, "Mm." But, um, I think it's, um, it's just really, uh, it's not about me. It's about being in service to others. So it's kind of getting myself out of the way and, uh, and allowing a connection to come through to help people heal. And that's what I try to stay focused on is helping people heal because, I agree. I think that connecting to the magic of who we truly are, because I believe firmly, I know we are more than just these bodies. We are a spark of the divine having a human experience. Therefore, we can, all of us can connect. We all have this ability. We just, we just didn't, we just didn't remember. Mm -hmm. And there's other places in the world that, that keep this part of themselves intact their whole, through their whole existence. It's the Western part of the world that's severed this connection of knowing that there's something bigger out there that we can connect to. That's how I see it. Wow. I love that. That's really beautiful. Do you, did you ever feel like it was an option for you to turn off this part of yourself? Or did you feel Mm -hmm. like it was more of a gift that you were responsible for cultivating? I turned, I tried to turn it off for a long time did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and push it away. And I wanted nothing to do with it. And oh. I, it was, I was somewhat successful for a while. And, um, after that, that I had, um, a very volatile ending to my marriage and, and it was, um, it just kind of, everything just went after that. And I started having these experiences that I couldn't explain. I was seeing, my kids were seeing shadow people in my house. I was seeing shadow people. I had things happening in my room. I was seeing gold balls of light. I, and, and I thought I literally was like, Hey, either I'm crazy or there's something more to this. And I need to discover what is going on in order to feel sane and whole and grounded. And the people started to show up to help me things happened it was the strangest synchronistic events that started to unravel and it was the healing work that I started to get into to channel healing that helped me start grounding and that's when I started to really see and make connections to 
people who were in spirit and, and I was getting the confirmation. So I'm like, okay, well, there's something to this then. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge, yeah, huge responsibility. So I was really uncomfortable with taking that on for a long time, but I had a background in social work. So I kind of had a bit of a foundation to, to, to start working from. And, and it was not, I mean, I started out doing like tarot and learning the tarot and learning palmistry and learning, you know, to get my comfortable with try, learning to read the energy of someone. Cause I, it, all I needed to do was have an avenue. It's a tool. That's all there is tools. And then eventually I just started doing the, the, just the channeling and just bringing it through that way. And that's how I work now. So, but it, yeah, it is a huge, for me, it was a huge responsibility because people think us, you know, psychic, they want to give all their power over to you. Tell me, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like, no, that's not the way it works. (laughs) That is, that is like the number one, the number one question. I follow many psychics on YouTube and I'm constantly waiting for one of them to tell me exactly how to live my life. Um, Well, we all just want, we all just want answers. We want to know that we're safe. We want to know that we're going to be okay. And many of us want to know that there's something after this human body experience, you know? So I find it personally comforting that I, I do, I like, I joke about it, but I do think there's a ghost in my apartment, uh, or some sort of energy that's strange to me. Um, but I also find that comforting because I'm like, maybe, maybe there's something else, you know, whereas for many years I didn't think there was anything else, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And when it, when it's happening for you, how I, I, maybe it's uh, too difficult to describe the feeling, but I guess I'm always like really curious about like, what is it, what is the actual process of communicating with um, a spirit on the other side? Like what, what, what is happening for you? On yeah, your for me, yeah, I was going to yeah. say for me specifically, because every medium will have their own way of yeah. getting it through. Um, so it, it happens in different ways, depending on how that soul is choosing to come and make a connection too, because the soul um, is going to have its own personality, its own way of communicating as well. So uh, you have a quiet person in life. You're going to have a quiet person in spirit. They're not going to come barreling through the door, right? So oh, I'm going to be loud. <laughs> I'm going to just yeah. I'm going to kick down your psychic door and be it. like, "Hello, I'm here. It's time for show tunes." Da 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 da. A, a spotlight will turn on. We're like, we didn't have a spotlight here actually, but right. I'm like, that's really weird. She was she was never a chorus. She was never in a chorus line in life. But God damn it, in death, she certainly is. She made it. <laughs> happen <laughs> they did it sorry i sound like uh fred what's his face from the b52s anyway go ahead <laughs> i just saw them in concert a couple of oh, um, oh they were amazing <laughs> big fan but, big fan big fan oh yeah they were great so it but usually what happens is i will either see the the them starting to come forward so i'll see an image in my mind's eye some because i usually will have my eyes closed And I, or I will get a physical sensation if there was how they passed away, if they passed from a heart attack, I may start getting the feeling like I'm having a heart attack, or I may start feeling like if they had liver cancer, I might start getting a a bloating pain in the right side or right lower quadrant of my body. So um, I'll know that someone is stepping in. 
and I'll start to ask the questions in my head. Who are you? Can you please come step forward? And so it, it just, that's usually how it works for me. And then ask for more information. Then I start to, to share what I'm getting with the individual and, um, and let them know someone has stepped forward. And sometimes they'll let me know. They'll immediately direct me to the mother's side or they might direct me to the father's side. Um, I like to ask because I like to try and be as evidential as I can. So they are getting... Um, a connection so they know who it is you know and sometimes our loved ones this is a tough one for people they have a hard time understanding that consciousness lives on and it is our consciousness that is living on right the body we leave the body our consciousness is awareness so even if it was a grandpa or grandmother that you never met or that passed when you were two it doesn't matter how long ago it was. It doesn't matter that you may not have known them in life. It's still consciousness. And if there's something, usually it's because they're trying to help you with something when I get the connection, because I always want to, to be in a space of helping people heal, grow and come back to their wholeness. Mm. So that, that's the premise of my work is helping them heal, come back to their wholeness and, and, um, and giving like, you know, I'm making it a transformative experience in some way. I used to do a lot of house clearings. Oh, years oh ago. God. Yeah. So sorry. All I could hear when Go you ahead. said that the second you said that, and maybe you've heard this way too many times in your life. All I could hear was Tangina saying this house is clear. guys. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> she was the first quote unquote famous person I ever ran into when I moved to Los Angeles. And, and it, when I tell you that I lost my mind over this poor really? tiny. Oh God. Yeah. I was like, oh, you were in poltergeist. And she was like, I mean, I've been in other things. And I was like, yeah, but <laughs> it's all downhill real. from there. I was like, Tangina, you. let's be real. Like it was poltergeist or nothing. Like stop. Um, so yeah, that her. movie terrified me because <laughs> that's when. Well, I was that is like an interesting question. I don't want to ask two questions in a row, but I do find it interesting the way in which your profession is portrayed in like film or even television. With like, uh, I think with the Ghost Whisperer was that Jennifer Love Hewitt TV show? Maybe mm -hmm. I think that's what it was called. And then of course, Poltergeist. Like, have you watched any of these movies or shows? And 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 do you just sit there going, "Well, that's not it." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think they, they, of course, they sensationalize, right? And, and even in the mediumship shows like Teresa Caputo and Lisa Williams and their but the shows, Patricia and, Arquette had like, I guess it was literally called the medium. So. Yeah, yeah. But they'll sensationalize for TV, you know, because a lot of them, they have to sign waivers before they can actually make the connection with the people ahead of time. But um uh, yeah, I, you know, I, what I, what I, um, I, it's hard for me to actually answer that. So the Jennifer Love Hewitt's, that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah. I, well, I don't really remember the premise of their, or the plot. I think she show. just literally talked to ghosts and then she talked to ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. They like, they like helped her solve crimes. Like, like, I believe the ghosts oh, were probably okay. murdered and then she was somehow gotcha. like, she talking was to them. The ghost whisperer. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to try and recall some of that. I did watch some of that at one time. I haven't had cable television for a long time. You don't need it. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. There's nothing yeah. that's, that's being added. You're, you're fine. And you're getting, um, you're getting good stuff for free. Like, yeah. You have better cable. I'm like, what's the channel where I can cable. talk to dead people? I'm like, ah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's more fun in that world. Let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, it's channel six. Sense there. That's a joke. Boom. Ah, I 
love that. that it? <laughs> or your first sense, because we, we come we come here with this. Sense. Oh, I would all love to talk do. about how Jenny and I can develop that. But anyway, so go oh, ahead. So yeah. like in terms of of how it's so being I think, portrayed. I think it's over I think it's over sensationalized, I think a lot. Um, and I think it's made it to look um, I don't, it's, it depends on what show you're talking about though, because, you know, certain shows like paranormal state or those scary ones where they have those horrible ghost situations. And I honestly have not come across in my, all my years of doing this work or having these experiences. I think there's only been one or two times that I've actually encountered something that really scared the, you know, what out of me. Mm -hmm. And, um, but other than that, I, I, uh, it's not something normal that I don't really feel. I think that's a very low vibrational plane that, that exists. And most people are not in that low vibrational state, unless you're in, you know, in a severe, severe addictive state, because those Mm -hmm. lower the vibration, the more you connect with those lower energies. And um, it's like a radio station, you know, the higher your frequency, the higher the vibration you're going to be connecting with. That's how it works. So um, I I don't know how to compare that to a television show, but Mm -hmm. I think some of the information is is for TV and and um, not really how it works for a lot of the way that I've, I've done the work. So <laughs> I hope yeah. that answers yeah. the question. So it's more yeah. like Casper, the friendly ghost. It's like, <laughs> they're just kind of hanging around. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Cause energy, energy is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, spirit is everywhere. It's, mm-hmm. it's every there. It's not like way up there in the clouds or <laughs> way up in heaven or way yeah. down there. It's all around us. Energy yeah. information, the field is all around us. And it's just learning how to, you're, you're tapping into it all the time. You just don't realize you are. Mm-hmm. And when you learn how to, to tap in and you understand what that looks like, then you start to see how connected we actually all are. Well, this, yeah, that's interesting because I, I felt like I was never really tapped in. Like I've always just been intrigued by the idea of this sort of like energies. And when I think about like, you know, the physical universe that I don't really understand, like, but how things move together and how energy flows and how all the water on earth ever has always been here, you know, that makes me feel like centered in some way. But I also like, I had this experience when I moved into this apartment that I'm in right now, which I've talked about before Yeah, (laughs) and I keep talking about because it was really strange. And this is the first time anything like this has happened to me, which is that I live uh, in a, an apartment by myself. It's an old building. It's from, well, it's probably about a hundred years old, this building. And I had an experience where I was laying in bed and I was waking up. So I was like mostly conscious and I felt a hand on my shoulder. Like I was laying on my side and I felt a hand on my left shoulder. And as I sort of like opened my eyes, cause I f- remember feeling this physical presence of something as I opened my eyes, I felt the hand physically move itself off of my shoulder as I became fully awake. And I sort of like, my heart was beating really fast because I'm like, a, like no one else is here. Like B, how do I explain like a physical presence that I feel except that I'm like, was I asleep? I don't think I was asleep. Um, 
but it also, it didn't feel like scary. It was like shocking, but not scary. And people keep saying like, oh, you should like cleanse your apartment. You should clear it out. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to, like, this seems kind of like nice. Yeah, you don't, it's really hard to get an, uh, an affordable apartment in DC. It really and I, don't, is. I don't think Jenny wants to kick her ghost out because again, like <laughs> this person is not going to, they have to move. Come on. Yeah. So what, well, what yeah. What does and this sound like to yeah, you, Jennifer? Yeah. This is, I'm just curious, like. <laughs> so the cues that I'm getting right away um, is. You're getting all, cues. You, didn't, you didn't feel scared. No. And that's a huge cue to let you know that, because there's a difference between a ghost and a spirit. I don't know if you know that, but. Ghost, I didn't know that. No, <laughs> that's why you're here. That's you're why we're here. You're our expert. <laughs> a ghost is like, is can, like, so it's, so it's, they haven't crossed into the transition plane. So they're in a lower vibrational field or they haven't crossed over into the light. So uh, you'll feel a, a very dense um, uh, connection to a ghost, you know, it will, because they're containering all of the emotions that they haven't cleared. Cause when we go, when we do our transition, we are, tra- when we go into the light, when we die, we'll call it death. Um, we go, we go, we really go into uh, a different plane of existence. Then we go into a healing process and that healing process um, brings us back to source energies where we're, where we're connected and we are, we're a light, like we're a light, right? So that energy coming to connect. And those are the only souls that I connect with when I'm doing readings is very different vibration than a ghost coming to you because you're going to feel all the emotional, the pain and everything that that energy is containing because it hasn't cleared it yet. So coming across a ghost is like, can be feel very, that's why people get really scared Mm -hmm. because they're just feeling all of that energy. So you, you not being afraid and you feeling very almost sounds like you like you felt um comforted or something by that. Yeah, that it right? was it was comforting. I mean, I was a little freaked out once I realized that kind of what happened. Uh but in the moment when I felt the hand on me, I was just sort of like like it was a it was jarring. It was an old an old man's hand? Did you feel a man's energy? I felt a man's energy. Yeah, yeah like I call I my I call man. it him. I say him. Yeah. Yeah. It feels oh like God. a man, an older man. Um, and I, is your father still here? Is he? Oh crossed? my God, Jenny, he's, Jenny, he's passed. Oh, because boy. I just get like a father, a very strong father energy around you. Um, and coming in just to let you know, you're okay. It's okay. And it's going to be okay. Uh, because you've got something coming. I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting. To no, do it's reading, okay. I'm no, I know it's it's a, honestly, coming. I hate to say it. We were maybe going to ask you to, to do a little feelers. <laughs> I know that's like not fair. It's unpaid labor, no, but it's like, okay. it's but right. like hearing this now I'm getting very emotional. So go Me ahead. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just, I just feel, and I don't know if your pictures are tilting at all. If you finding you're having to keep adjusting your picture frames and your because he like, Jenny, me Jenny you are making are a face right now. Jenny, please tell us what is <laughs> well, happening. I have these Polaroids propped up over my couch. So they're not totally stable, but they fall down a lot. Yeah, but they, <laughs> there's no reason why they would fall down. There's no reason. You, you, you mentioned showing me. Oh, okay. He's showing me. Yeah. Mm. Go ahead. 
You also mentioned, you said that he's like saying something is coming, something good is coming. Yeah, that you, well, you have, he's, he, it's like a challenge. There's a challenge coming. It's not, I, I don't want to define it as good or bad. He's just showing me you it's he, and it's okay. Thank you. I'm just asking for a little <gasps> more information for you. And he's saying it like, I'm seeing a tunnel that kind of gets smaller and smaller. So it's like, you're having to go through this and it just feels a little tight. Uh, whatever this is, um, energetically or emotionally it feels a little tight that in the idea you know of a uh, whole you know get just breathe through this phase it's going to be okay it's going to be for a time frame uh where it you know life might get a little uncomfortable just for a short period of time but you're going to come out of this okay and he's walking the, through this with you can i ask you did he did he was he losing his hair up here um, uh, it was, it was thinning. Yeah. Because he's putting more hair back on his head. I just want you to know, um, like he's, <laughs> that, he's listen, wanting, who doesn't want to do that after they die the, and he's, cause he's letting me know that, that there was a thinning here. And I don't know if his hair was a thing for him in the past, but, um, <laughs> I see him wanting to put more hair in his mm -hmm. head and he's kind of wanting to like, let be lighthearted with you as well. And also, is there a ring, a big, heavy ring that he Oh my had? God. Oh my God. Jenny! <laughs> Jenny, are you, I am freaking out right now for hey, you. So there's two, there's two rings. He had a necklace that he had made from his dad's wedding ring with his dad's initials. And when he died, we couldn't find it. Um, but I also have his mother's wedding ring and I wear it around a chain. Oh, oh, that's it. And I it's a really, chills. it's a really okay. thick, 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 thick ring. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. He knows that you're doing that. And he just, that's his confirmation to let you know that he's around you. And he knows you've done that. And you, he, honestly, your father is very close to you. And um, he just really wants you to know that you're going to be okay. He says you worry a lot. Sorry to put this out there, but... <laughs> Oh boy. Um, Listen, I thought the last episode was a really beautiful episode, <laughs> but it turns out this is a much better episode. Oh man. Uh, round and round and round. And he's, and he wants to like, he's saying breathe, or he's giving me the feeling like slow deep breaths and you're going to get, you're going to get through this. And then after that, like in the springtime, and I'm actually connecting with some of your guides right now too. So in the springtime, you have change coming in a very good oh. way. You're blooming. There's something in like April, in the April, around April, big change, good change. And, and I see a big smile like around this. So you're gonna be really happy about it. And it almost feels like it's gonna, I don't know if it's your career or your personal <gasps> life, but it's going to, it's her personal person. life. I can guarantee okay. it. No offense to your career, yeah. Jenny. I'm not trying to be like, <laughs> yes, you're a woman yeah. in 2021, but like a girl, I know it's that personal life. I know it's, it's coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> I already know it's coming. Yeah. Oh, awesome. oh my God. Oh God. No, Michael's turn bike. Michael is Jenny's boyfriend. Michael turn off the podcast right now. And here's what no. I want to say. <laughs> Michael's going to propose. Michael turn off the podcast. He's Michael. <laughs> okay. Michael, let me right now. So basically right after this experience, I had been here like a month when this happened. And like a month after that, I met Michael who's like, who is listening to the podcast, but who should who's, not be listening? Who's right listening now. right now? Turn it off. I have not had any good relationships with men in the past. And then I met this man who is just like, he is the most perfect person. I'm going to say it now. And Michael, turn it back on. <laughs> he is like, 
perfect <laughs> and wonderful. Like truly, like I almost not going to lie. I hate him a little bit. <laughs> He's just, a, you know, makes me feel loved in a way I've never felt loved before. He's good for you. Yeah. yeah. Except for me. Sorry. Not trying to make it about me. I'm just like, yeah. you know, that like I'm injecting um, my love for you into the conversation. I know. Like, and, oh, uh, I hear the word patience. Yeah. Right, the patience you need. Yeah. And we are, we're planning to move in together in the spring. So I already oh, knew that. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Also, oh, is, oh, are, are your spirit guides, um, are they able to give us any information about any affordable two bedroom apartments? Because, <laughs> like, I would be like, great. Like, like, cause Jenny and Michael, like Jenny is like a bit of a like cover hog and she cannot share a bed. So, I'm like, an aggressive sleeper. So yeah. These two angels, they need their own room. So like, just aggressive. let it like, like if they don't have that information right now, but if they come through later, like, yeah, there's a bitch, there's a two bedroom apartment in Brookland. Deal with it. Like, just let us know, Jennifer, like maybe in the future. Yeah. So a- Jenny, start mm-hmm. asking your guides to bring you. So here's the way you can start using your own psychic okay. intuitive energy to start connecting with your guides. There's three behind you that are stepping <gasps> forward today. Don't turn around because I- I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> um, that just wants to let you know that they're here and um, call, make a connection and call them in. And listen, I, this is what I put an intention out there of what it is that you want and then ask for help in aligning that with effortless ease. We need to start learning how to interact more with this world because this is how we become more connected to it. And to, uh, and I know it may sound weird, especially if you're skeptical, uh, but try it, just give it a try and, and trust and just see, you have nothing to lose. Right. Um, oh, <laughs> thank you. I'm so emotional. Okay. Oh, and welcome. I don't like, I don't like, I, I am, I am very much alone, but, and I don't think anybody's coming through for me. I'm pretty sure everybody that I've ever loved who has died has just been like, Hey Jen, see you later. Um, but if at some point, like, if you feel like somebody wants to find my two bedroom apartment, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure I don't have any ghosts. I keep waiting for one person to show up and that person never shows up. And I'm just like, oh, I guess they're busy. So that was really moving. Jenny, do you what it, should we move to the Jen Shanair? It feels crazy. Oh my God. I'm like, I don't I don't even cry in therapy. Like this is be- <laughs> this is better. Um, I did want to ask one question, which was um how what is your opinion on like dreams and how dreams mm. can connect? Cause I also, not to make this all about me, I had a weird experience that I haven't even told Jen about last week, which is that I have very vivid dreams. I've always had very vivid dreams. And often I just like, I kind of see a message in the dream about, you know, maybe an anxiety I'm having or something I need to work through. But I had a dream. I don't own any pets. I've never had my own animals. Like I've had grew up with some, but I had a dream that I was with a dog who was my dog and I was holding him and he was being put to sleep and mm. I was holding on to my dog and I was very sad. And at some point I acknowledged that the dog's heart had stopped beating and I was very upset. The next day, my I was talking to my mom and she told me that my sister had to take their dog to the vet and have the dog put to sleep. And she said she, you know, held on to him until the end. And I was very freaked out by this. I've never had a dream like this. I've never had any sort of like, I've never gone through that experience. Didn't know that was going to happen, obviously. And I'm not saying I like predicted it, but I'm like, it's like a weird, it was like a weird coincidence to me. And so I'm curious about 
your professional or personal opinion about how dreams are sometimes like tapped into mm-hmm. the energy mm-hmm. of our conscious state. Okay. So first of all, I would say I don't believe in coincidences. No, there's no coincidences. I'll say that. Second, there, I'm going to define this, um, just split it into two ways because there's a dream state and there's a spiritual experience. Mm. Dream state is, you know, is your psyche working things out? Cause we're always trying to work something out, right? Um, issues that we've had through the day, through the week, through our life <laughs> in dream state, our psyche will be trying to, to help us figure it out. And we'll wake up sometimes in the morning and go, whoa, that was a crazy dream. Oh my God, what was that? And then by the end of the day or the next day or two days later, you can't recall it anymore. But a spiritual mm. experience where you're you're having a consciousness experience is when you have a state like that where you're connecting in some way and then a, a day later, a week later, a month later, you still remember it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. So to know the difference when you're having a spiritual connection versus your psyche working something out, that's just a helpful way to know. So it sounds like you were having a spiritual experience where you were actually connecting with that experience uh, on a psychic plane of existence. So we move into different dimensional states. There's lots of different dimensional states. And right now the veil is thinning. Like we are literally shifting our consciousness, the planetary consciousness is shifting right now. And we're going through a massive movement at this time, even though it looks very scary, there's a lot of good change happening on the other side of that. So we're able to tap in more. And that could be why you're all of a sudden having these experiences. I don't know, maybe not, but um, but yeah, you, you somehow were able to make a psychic connection because remember I said, everything is energy and information and you were tapping in on some, that feel that vibrational alignment and, and you somehow connected with that experience. Yeah. That's what I see. Well, it's wild. I think I want, I need to start journaling. I think yeah. that could help That's me a great idea. Yeah. clear it's the really, dream. Really helpful. Yeah. Dreams are also so crazy. I can't tell you how many times I've been able to like, I can see a dream in my head. And the second I start to try to describe it, the words, like the dream disappears, it goes away. Like for whatever reason, there's a disconnect between the images that I see in my head and the words that are trying to come out of my mouth. And it's so, it's like, it's like just one second ago, I could clearly see everything. And then I go, well, this is what the dream was about. And then my brain is just like, nah, (laughs) you don't get to do that um and I've never I remember when I was little this is so embarrassing and I'll admit it because Jenny knows that I am again I'm a big Renfest person I'm a big like sad Wiccan gal like I remember like reading books and trying to like tap into my third eye and and you know this was like a big thing in like the 90s trying to like find that part of you but I do think that's something I've always been really good at I don't know if it's psychic or not is I am always so good at knowing when someone's lying to me. That's it. That's my super specific. Oh, that's really good skill though. To have. It is a good skill to but, have. Yeah. But, and I don't know if that's like, I don't want, I don't know. like, maybe it's my ability to read uh, facial expressions based on, I hate to bring it up trauma, but like, you know, always so good. The second someone's lying, I'm like, Oh, you're lying. And then I've 99.9% of the time I am correct. You're correct. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's just another way of tapping in. Right. I can yeah. tell when someone's lying, my back gets really hot. Ooh. Oh yeah. And I'll see it in their energy, but yeah. that my back will start to get hot immediately. And then I start paying attention. But do um, you, do you also, read, have tells. 
like or you don't do aura you do auras as well like i guess mm-hmm. like i guess like what i guess we didn't really ask like, specifically what your gifts like encompass like we've kind of talked no, we're, about no, we're just medium. so fascinated by everything I'm like, I, and i am and, and listen i'm an asshole i'm over here trying to fight my jealousy i'm like i can't believe jenny got to see her dad i'm the kind of dickhead who's so angry that jenny got to have a nice moment and i'm just like i'm like wow i guess my dead relatives have abandoned me in death oh, just no, as they no. did in life but um <laughs> wow this is who i am i'll admit it i'll put it out there right now how i'm like seething with jealousy this I'm is resentment hour on the podcast Yes. I'm fine. <laughs> You're I'm fine. fine. Let, We're fine. Let, let, let my grandmother rest wherever she is. God, I wouldn't want to come back either. This place was a fucking nightmare. So, um, so specifically, uh, Jennifer, what are like, why, how would you describe your gifts? Cause it feels like you're uh, not all over the place. That sounds insulting, but like, it seems like you can do a lot. So if you were to describe your specific gifts, what would you say that they are so the main the main one that I started working with or that was the easiest for me to work with that I I'm a seer so I'm clairvoyant so that's seeing so okay. the seeing and and that's what happened when I when I had that um like I said the dark night where I I just went into instant amplification I was seeing auras everywhere I was mm-hmm. back in, in in college and I was sitting in 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 the lecture hall and all I could see was the teacher's aura like and it would drive me crazy because I couldn't focus on what they were talking about so I was lit up in some way because I had opened up in some way again and and um and seeing spirit and seeing like seeing them with my eyes open and my eyes closed so um that's how it started and but once once a once a a, a psychic or an intuitive or a, you know medium starts to work with the, their and their gifts or their abilities um you start to amplify all the senses it just happens mm. so it comes in that way and clairsentience which is what some people would call empathic you know yeah. if i actually feel i will feel uh, the emotion, I'll feel the physical indication. So that's, how, that's the two strongest, but you tend, you see, smell, feel, taste, hear, know, right. Oh, it's yeah. all, it's you all have all the Claire's, you have all the Claire's, including Claire's yeah. boutique. If you, <laughs> you, you want to get your ears pierced, that's where you go. I famously don't have pierced ears. So you, well, as we all know, yeah, it's well known. This is a famously doc- this, this is documented. Look, no, Y'all have heard about pierced. it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, not oh. a lot of people know of this about like Claire audio, Claire voice, Claire this, Claire that. Like sometimes it's even just like you can just smell. It's very interesting the way that like it's 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 specific to some senses. Yeah. You sometimes um, grandma might come in the room and you'll smell flowers and that's your grandma. Apparently she's not Jennifer. We've already established that my <laughs> grandmother. Yeah, grandma's not coming. She does in. Some, she I'm does it's kidding. fine. Nancy, I forgive you for not showing up. <laughs> You know what? I think it just means that Nancy's at peace, right? She's passed on to a peaceful yeah, place. She may be off, yeah, off in another realm. She's <laughs> learning. Listen, and she's put her, she's put her, um, she's got her out of office. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> My grandmother's got her out of office. <laughs> she's not here, not yet now. It's fine. She's out of, or she's out of the orbit. No, it's actually, it's interesting. I, I mentioned another medium and I, I promise I'm not trying to talk about a competitor. Um, oh, that's all right. But I did uh, my at my old job. I had interviewed a medium who was coming in town, and during our conversation, apparently uh, my grandmother came through. Then, so I guess I'm just being a bit of a greedy Gus right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was my turn, Jen. I'm it was so my sorry, turn. You're right, it was Jenny's turn. 
I don't, my, my problem is, is I don't know enough dead people. And that's always been my problem. Oh. Like there's only just wait, just wait a few years. I don't have enough family <laughs> members. Like if, oh, if there's only yeah. one more left and when my mother goes, that's it. That's all she wrote. Uh, Angela Lansbury, uh, not a family member, but, um, so yeah. So like, uh, but this is, this is so fascinating. I, we, I really want to do this for like another hour. We should eight, probably we should eight do. hours, eight hour podcast. This is it. <laughs> don't, don't do that to me. I can barely transcribe our, our 60 minute podcast. Um, I get, yeah, let's get, let's get to the dungeonaire, yeah. um, which yes, that is the title of it, <laughs> which we love to stress. We always apologize. <laughs> we're always like, we're so sorry. This is a word we made up and we're somehow yeah. stuck with it. <laughs> Yeah. Are we calling, are we calling this month anything like Gentober or. Uh, October. October. (laughs) That's worse. That's way worse. I don't know. You know what? I'm a spooky, I'm a spooky gal and I. I, Spooky Jennifer's. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so we do like to ask our Jennifer guests of which you are one and we're so. Gosh, we're grateful you were named Jennifer because this has been so cool. Um, Do you know why your parents named you Jennifer? I don't. No. I do not. No. My mom actually wanted to name me Genevieve. I'm so sorry. What? What? Genevieve? Is your mom, is is she French? No, but she lived in Quebec for a number of years. Oh, you mean Quebecois? Isn't Jean-Vierve sort of a French version of Jennifer? Or, oh, Jennifer. Or Genevieve. Oh. I think Jean-Vierve might be or Genevieve. Genevieve. Yeah, which is Jennifer. The root, I think, of Genevieve is Jennifer. It's Guinevere. It? Yeah, please. Oh, it's Guinevere. Okay. Speaking of the oh, you know. Renaissance Festival. Yeah, the Renaissance. <laughs> oh, but yeah. it was, yeah, they were just, what with Jennifer? They were. I love it. When, I love it. My when, dad didn't like it. So, yeah. You know what, my friend, guess who's pushing the baby out? It's not you. Um, I love it when parents have like a real interesting sassy name. Like we've, we've actually come, uh, come up against this a couple of times where someone Mm -hmm. was like, oh, my, 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 somebody actually wanted to name me like Veronica. And and then they landed on Jennifer, the most common name. And I'm always just like, how does it like, please? Like, yeah, it's a real turn. Well, that's my dad wanted to name me Guinevere. And my mom was like, no, listen, Jenny, (laughs) there you go. A lot of people say that if they had a time machine, they'd go back in time and kill Hitler. But I would argue that I would go back in time and insist that your family name you Guinevere. Yeah. Even if it means we don't have this podcast, I'm willing to give it up. Oh, that's so generous of you. <laughs> you're welcome. I don't like to brag. You're welcome. And Jennifer, was- you don't generous with a j by the way that's generous and Jennifer, you don't know this about me, but my mother wanted to name me Melissa after her cat. Her cat. Yeah. It's never not funny. It's, it's never always going to be great. It's so it's only been downhill from there. It didn't get didn't get much better after that. Okay, our next question is: What is your middle name? My middle name is Laura Lee. <gasps> Laura Lee. I, I love that. that. Is, is it hyphenated, or do you technically have yes. like two? Oh, okay. I love that. So hyphenated. so wait. So my middle name is Lee, but it's L E I G H. So where are you? So is mine. <gasps> oh my god. this makes up for my grandmother not fucking showing up anyway not tonight not tonight (laughs) laura lee i love that jennifer that's beautiful is this where did this come from do you know is it like a family yes there is a story behind that so i was the first first female born on my dad's side of the family in almost 100 years (gasps) wow it was after my great great aunt laura 
great, great aunt, Laura Lee. So they named my middle name after her. That's great, great or great, great, great. That's yeah, beautiful. Almost 100 years. Yeah. So that's wow. where that middle name came from. That's so nice because normally <laughs> um, women being born isn't celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> they were like um, finally norm, norm, normally it's like ugh, another girl baby <laughs> they should be so lucky um do you know besides uh jean Genevieve, or i'm saying it wrong do you know what uh, any other names your parents were considering nope just no. that one i remember wow. my mom telling me that many times yeah yeah find a thing that stick with it. I get it. What might've been, what might've been. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, how long, how has being named Jennifer affected your life? Um, like, and for me again, I'm very resentful of the name. Jenny is, Jenny is (laughs) far more, Jenny is far more accepting and loving. And I consider it to be kind of an albatross because I'm someone who like wanted to be like special and different. So like having the name that a thousand women have is not special and different. (laughs) <laughs> but that's just uh, how a narcissist thinks. So, <laughs> well, I have the narcissist in me felt that way too, Jen, when I was you younger. You get it. I, yeah, because there's always four or five Jennifers in the room, in the classroom. And yeah, and I was, yeah, it was just sort of like, nah, I've got a name like everyone else. So, yeah, it's all when I found out what my mom wanted to name me, I was like, oh, dad, you suck. You know, <laughs> I wanted, that would have been awesome We've because I wanted there. to be unique. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, and, and we didn't I'm okay with it now. And we didn't really ask you, do you always go by Jennifer or do you go by other variations? Jen or Jennifer. I'm not a fan of Jen. Yeah. So sorry, Jenny. Yeah. I, I hate to celebrate <laughs> this. It seems like a smack in your face, but that's a great, it. that's a great pull quote for this podcast. Not a fan of Jenny. Like, yeah. I don't know. It is like sort of like a nickname, like that you get when you're like a little kid. So it feels like it's you're specific. kind of like, yeah. It's very specific. Well, speaking of Jenny Jenny already knows the story and so do our listeners, but Jennifer, I don't mind sharing with you that like, I, I, again, I was at the Maryland Renaissance Festival earlier today as I have been for the last four weekends. (laughs) And I also worked there as a teenager and I told people there, I just lied. I said, Oh, my name is Guinevere. Like, you know, because in the (laughs) nineties, like how you got to fact check that you're not going to check my social media. The internet didn't exist. But when people would call my house again, because we had landlines, my mother would be like, there's nobody here by the name of Guinevere. And then I would be in the living room. I'd be like, that's for me. (laughs) She had no idea that I just had this insane (laughs) alter ego based entirely on Seinfeld. Yeah. George Costanza. Do you guys watch Seinfeld? Uh, I did. Yes. Of course. Is this like, are you talking about Vander? What is it? Vandalay? Vandalay? It's Vandalay. It's Vandalay. Like running into Kramer's apartment. It's Vandalay. That's exactly what I did. I would burst into the room and I'd be like, I'm part of here. It's for me. I mean, it's just good to cultivate an element of mystery in your life. You know, why not? Why not? Yeah. The mystery was that I was wearing fake vampire teeth. (laughs) While working at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. When you were 14 years old. Yeah. Somebody um, read an Anne Rice book. Do, do, do. Yeah. I remember Anne Rice. Yeah. Please, um, we could do a whole other episode. Oh, also, gosh. did you see that yeah. there's a new sequel to Ramsey's The Damned? We're not going to get into it, but it's out there. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um, how many friends do you have named Jennifer, Jen, or Jenny, etc.? Hmm. Currently, uh, like one, 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 maybe two. Jennifer is it my us? Cousin's Jenna. 
I have a jelly. Yeah. Now I have four. <laughs> uh, yeah. One or two, I think, but I have a cousin, Jenna. And I have a friend. We count that. We we Jenna. we count that in the Jenna, in, in the genosphere. We have we have. I think yeah. we have like welcomed Jenna. Well, it's like when you do research and you you know Boolean operators when you type in a word and you put an asterisk instead of the end of the word. That's what it is. It's J E N N asterisk. Yeah, whatever comes up, it's it's whatever part of comes it, after. They're, they're in the club. Okay. Yes, that's right. I brought up Boolean operators tonight. <laughs> Congratulations, a librarian. Yeah, check that yeah. off your bingo card. Oh, Jen has right. yet to mention <laughs> Back to the Future. <laughs> I mean, it's good. Give me well, give me one Here second. It is. I'll get there. Um, so I do have like a wild story from last night, but I'm unsure if I want to share it on the podcast because it is like one of my ten out of ten, like sex stories anyway okay what are you how to segue out of that what are you saved as in some friend cell phones i want to hear that Um, (laughs) honestly i will share the story but i also feel like i've shared a couple of sex stories and i'm beginning to like i don't i don't know if i want to be established as the like that co-host who's just like a real sassy um uh, slut um (laughs) anyway so as yeah so what are you saved at is is in some friend cell phones because for me I'm always Tisdale. Like it's nine out of 10 times, unless they have like a nickname for me, it's always Tisdale, which is my last name. I, I honestly don't know. I mm. have no idea. Yeah. I've never Mackenzie asked my, is I've like, asked I don't know if you watch Outlander, but like the, when I saw Mackenzie, I got very excited as a, like, do you not watch? Do you- well, that's my ex-married name though. My actually, I had a short, I only had a five-year marriage. I had a seven-year relationship, a five-year marriage. And my friends never um, called me Jennifer McKenzie. They always <laughs> called me by my maiden name, Jen Miller, even to this day. Jen Miller. Miller. Oh my God, yeah. the two most common. Yeah. You might as well be <laughs> Jen Smith. Get out of here. I've known four <laughs> Jen Millers in my life. I know, I know a Jen Miller as well. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh my gosh, see, there you go. But Jen Laura Lee Miller, that's very original. Yeah. So. Uh, you must have been so psyched to get out of the Miller. Although Mackenzie is like a fairly common last name and if you're like in Scotland, but eh. yeah, not, not as common as Miller though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and last question, if you changed your name, what name would you choose? I would probably choose Genevieve. I love that name. I wish my parent, my mom would have just said, you know what? Too bad. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we're doing. Yeah. But I, yeah, I've come to, to love Jennifer now. I'm okay with it. But if I had the opportunity and someone said, we're changing your name tomorrow, that's probably what I would choose. (laughs) You witness a horrible crime. You need to choose a new name to go into hiding. Yeah. Why not? Protection. Yeah. And then when somebody calls your house, your mom will know she changed her name. You don't have to wonder. It's just, yes, it's yeah. my mom is, uh, my mom's in spirit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, she would know from up there. She would know. <laughs> Wait, She's that is sure. like, I know we have to move on, but that is like an interesting question in terms of your, like, obviously you deal with a lot of relationships with other people in terms of spirit, but in terms of people that you have a connection to as does that ever happen? I guess your mom is a good example, but like, what does that ever happen for you? Or, and if it does like, woof, what's that like? Cause I feel like I would be very overwhelmed. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. And my mom has shown up a number of times, hmm. um, and, uh, in different ways she shows up. So, but, uh, the first time after she passed was very emotional. She came to me in a dream and it was very emotional. I actually woke up crying 
Oh boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, I said, it's too soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. Because even, even though I know, you know, that we live, um, you know, we continue on, you still mourn, you still grieve mm-hmm. the loss of the physical person being here. Right. So um, I had to go through my own mourning process, but she's come in many different ways and shown herself. She even, my, my nephew used to call her Jima. That was his nickname for her. Yeah, yo, yo, Jima. <laughs> you joke around. That's cute. And, um, and about a week after, week after she passed, I was driving down uh, a specific road in Niagara Falls. I still remember exactly where I was when it happened. And this car pulled in front of me and the license plate was Jima. So oh. that's how our loved ones. Those are called synchronicities. Sync- yes. Exactly. Not, it's not just a police album. Synchronicity. I, I, I had an experience <laughs> yeah. like that around Father's Day this year. No, it was mm. on Father's Day. Um, I was missing my dad. He's been gone for two years now. And I was driving home and... I was just had been thinking about him a lot that day. And I saw like a memorial for someone who had died. There were people who had put flowers up um, for their loved one. And I've driven by this a bunch of times, but they had put up something new and it had the name Andy on it, which mm. was my dad's name. Um, and I like <laughs> a little hello. Yeah. yeah just, I, uh... I almost crashed my car but <laughs> i didn't oh wow jenny <laughs> it would have been worth it for the story come on what? what's a dent or two for the story um this is so interesting because i do feel like and i and i wonder often about like uh there are stories like people who are very interested in like go- i'm just gonna say ghosts i i do think there's like a distinction but for for this for all intents and purposes, I'm going to say ghosts. There are like this, this idea that when you really want to see a ghost, you don't get to see a ghost. It feels like a tragic. And again, like, as I'm like, as I'm listening to this, like I have wanted, like, I, I, I keep waiting. I'm like, when is, I have said to my mother, when is mom, which is what I got my grandmother. I was like, when is mom going to show up? Like, I don't get it. And I love having an irrational anger about a thing that is like seemingly, cause she died like uh, eight years ago at this point it's like give it up Tisdale but like every, every once in a while I'm just like why hasn't she come and in your professional opinion like should you take comfort in that should it be like they're not here because they moved on so that's a good thing because for me I'm just like god damn it like I can't believe you didn't come like at least once again I'm not asking yeah that's not I'm asking you to like I'm not asking you to like try to contact her but again like in your professional opinion like if that doesn't happen for someone who really wants to see somebody what the fuck is happening there sometimes it's your it's your really really wanting it's so much that how dare i love this person so much sometimes <laughs> i love that, her no, more you're, than you're myself wanting. i it's not that, that you love it's the want that you think that you know you want it so much that you actually push it away and sometimes ah, they're actually showing you well you around. know what now you're talking about my dating life jennifer so just <laughs> come on <laughs> Yeah. So it, it, I, I, there's many ways to, I think, answer that question, but, um, that's some, what I have come across in, in my, um, my years doing the work is when somebody really feels, you know, that they want it so bad that they're actually putting a block by wanting it so bad. This is also a classic Tisdale move. (laughs) 
<laughs> it could be that she's, you know, she is in a different plane. My stepfather, I've, I've only had come in once in the 10 years, you know, he's off he went and see you later, yeah. but we are multidimensional beings. So different aspects of us can be here and be in other places. We don't understand this on the 3D plane because we're a 3D being here. It's different, right? But we are, once we cross, we are multidimensional. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, what uh, your grandma? I'm not sure, it's and fine. I'm not. I'm, I asked, and I, I'm no, not. Please don't worry. I promise, I yeah. wasn't asking you. But to ask, she, but I, I am you, furious. Was she a knitter? Was she was she a knitter or a doily or like did a lot of? No, uh, no, she uh, she made cakes. Is that your? I don't your father's side. Oh, I don't know my dad. He's a piece of shit. Oh. But um, that guy sucks. That guy's dead. Okay. Good. Please away with you, my friend. Uh, no, I don't think my grandmother made uh cakes. I don't know any. Yeah. I have like I am not great at family. I don't know. I'm seeing doilies. Yeah, I'm seeing like doilies or um maybe like, uh, we are we are a like very that. small uh family like everybody we have come from a long line of only children and men who love to leave us um sorry this podcast has taken a turn um so i i don't <laughs> i don't have a big family i think that's also another reason why i'm like so desperate to be like hi the only person that i really really have loved in my life like oh i'd love to like see you again like just tell me that you're tell me that you're there um again it's fine i don't want to turn this into it this is you should be paid for your time this is we're not asking you to work oh no but um i came on here but uh but anyway all right so speaking of how can we tell our listeners to to reach out to you if they're interested in your services or in learning more about your work where can they find you Oh, uh, they can find me on my website, jennifermckenzie.net. And uh, it's MCK. Yeah. We will link to that for sure. And it's not an uppercase K, right? It is not an uppercase K because I, or is it? Because I kept typing. No, it's lowercase. It's wild. So yeah, it's all lowercase. Jennifermckenzie.net. I'm also on Instagram as mystic medium, Jennifer and Facebook as um, psychic, I think psychic medium, Jennifer. Amazing. Uh, Those are the three areas. Yeah. yeah. And I have, um, right now I, I am going to be revamping my website. It's going to have a little bit of a facelift, but, uh, it's fully accessible. And, and if anyone wanted to book, there's a booking page there too. Amazing. Yeah. Please do. This was such I, a, I, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I learned so much from you and, uh, this was like transformative for me personally. It is very healing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I do, I do like witnessing your conversation with Jenny. It felt like mm-hmm. it was a very healing process for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like a weird warrior. Um, I was like, should I leave you guys? Like, <laughs> it was just going like, what? <laughs> like, should I just hang up? Let me back out of this therapy sash. Aww. But I did actually, again, I had an experience similar to, to this with a, me- a different medium. So I get it. It's very healing. And when, if, very you, you know, to the people out there who don't believe it that's okay i just maybe i don't know okay. ask, ask some questions that's okay, okay. please Explore. get vaccinated though <laughs> yeah. skeptics skeptics are good you know that's um, i think it's a healthy way to be um closed off people you know that's a different story that yeah. you're you're you know you can choose what you want to choose that's fine i'm cool with that but yeah there's nothing wrong with being skeptical sure. i think that's very healthy yeah absolutely yeah. just don't be mean this is a we're not we're, that's not what we're here for. Like, feel free to be yeah. as question as much as you want. Just question it in a kind way. There you go. <laughs> Jenny, there you go. 
where can people find us? Because, you know, I don't know where we are. Um, well, don't be a skeptic about following us on Instagram at too many Jennifers. <laughs> what a segue that was. It's a brilliant um, segue. Uh, follow us on Twitter at too many J's pod. We'll post, uh, you know, links and stuff to Jennifer McKenzie and you'll see pics from today's episode and uh, shoot us an email too many Jennifer's pod at gmail.com. If you've got a spooky story, we would love to hear it. Yes. If your name is Jennifer or otherwise, we just, we love your stories um, that you never send us. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, happy uh, Jen- spooky month. October. October. Happy <laughs> October. Um, and uh Jen, I don't know. Where where do you think you can find us after this? You can find us in the spirit realm at the mall. At the mall. Nice. <laughs> in the in the interdimensional world. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it.